Guys, we are finally here. We're finally, oh gosh, I almost just, almost just broke something. That would have been bad. That would have been really bad if I broke something on my first, first talk for Shig. Um, that's right, I have blow pops for you guys. At some point, I will be tossing these out. So make sure you're paying attention. If I hear you talking, I'm not going to blow pop. So um, we're finally here. We're finally here at the end of the summer. And it's pretty great. It's pretty great to be here. Um, for those of you that don't know, I had a pretty crazy summer on top of, you know, changing job positions. Um, I moved into a new house. Me and my wife are finally homeowners, you know, and so all summer it feels like, thanks, thank you. It's really nice. It's really nice of you guys. Yeah, like all of a sudden, like, you know, we were crammed in this like little apartment that didn't have AC. Days like, you know, like Wednesday where it was like 115 degrees or whatever it was, like we would have been like just in torture, you know, like, but now we have AC, you know, like, we, like this little things that like we have a garage now, you know, like there's so many things to just be so appreciative for. And this summer for me and my wife has just been one of transition. And so now on days like today, uh, we are kind of at the threshold of, I know you guys like kind of started school, like Lake Forest went back to school on Wednesday, right? And Libertyville, you guys have been in school for like two weeks or something like that. So like, I'm, I'm catching up, you know, I, I, I for me, Tomorrow is like the first day of the school year, okay? So like for me today is like I am stepping through the threshold of, you know, fall and, and shig starting up and I am super excited but on days like today and something that I, I hope that we all do, like when we're about to step into a new chapter of our lives, I hope before we do that we look back and we remember the things that the Lord did. So I've been thinking about what God has been doing in my life uh, during this really crazy summer. And, and one thing that keeps coming up for me is the book of James, because we, if you guys were going to church on Sunday mornings, we have been covering the book of James, or we, we went through all of James, all through the summer. All right? And, and there was one particular passage that I really studied closely because I preached in the beginning of July. And there's this one verse that really, really stuck, like, stuck out to me. Um, and as like today is, is coming forward, I, I really want to lay out what we should expect and, and what my hopes and dreams are for SHIG and for everybody in this room, for the leaders, for myself, for all of you students, whether it's your first time here at SHIG tonight or this is your, your senior year and you're about to finish up SHIG. Like, this, is for, this is my hopes and dreams for everybody in this room. And, and I, I think James, the end of James chapter 1, there's a verse that really kind of captures what I'm hoping for everybody in this room. And so I want to read it for you guys, and, and that's just kind of going to take us on this journey of what I'm hoping we can all achieve and accomplish this year at SHIG. So I want to start by reading James chapter 1, and it's verse 27. It says this, Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Now, if you guys were around for the James series, uh, one thing that pretty much every single preacher got up and said was, we love James because it's really out in the open. You don't really have to sift through, the, read between the lines to figure out what James is talking about. He's very upfront, And that is the case. James, all throughout the, 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 the entire book, he is just laying it out exactly what he wants his readers to know. And at the end of chapter 1, he does it here. He goes, hey, if you think that you're a religious person, if you think that you have a relationship with God, you call yourself a Christian, everything hinges on these two things. And if you can't do these two things, 
you probably need to readjust. You probably need to, to, to reevaluate yourself and see how you can change. And he goes on to say, he doesn't say, if you're not reading your Bible every single day, every spare second, he doesn't say if you're, if, if you're not singing every single song, if you're not closing your eyes in prayer, like he doesn't say anything like that. Instead, what he says is, are you taking care of the people that are in need? Are you going out into the world and finding the people that need the gospel, that, that need help, that need love, that need the love of Christ? Are you finding them, meeting them where they're at, and giving them love and serving them? That's the first one he says. And the second one he says is, are you being polluted by the world? So what, what, he, what he means by that is, we are called as believers to be in the world, but not of it, right? Like, we are living in a world that's pretty dark. Jesus says that he is the light, right? So he is, he is this, this idea of lighting up the world. If we, we can light up the world by sharing the love of Christ, by, by spreading the gospel, right? And so, like, we are called... Um, to, to be doing those things, and at the same time, so like we're called to be out into the world, but we're supposed to be the ones spreading light and not spreading darkness, right? We're, the darkness shouldn't be impacting us. Instead, we should be impacting the darkness, okay? And so, so that's what James says, right? These are the two things. If you truly believe in Jesus, right, if you truly call yourself religious, are you in the world and serving the people who are in need, and are you not being polluted by the world, that's ultimately, that's, that's the best way to lay it out. And so as I think about Shig and what I want us to do, I want us to evaluate that verse and ask that question. How are, how are we spreading the love of Christ to those who need it in our classrooms, and maybe in our families, in our friend, friend groups, online? How are we doing that? But then also, we should, be taking a, like we should be taking inventory of ourselves and asking, am I being impacted? Am I being shaped? Am I being polluted by the world? And so there's a, there's a really cool analogy my dad used to share with me a lot growing up um, that, I, that I wanted to share with you today. We all know what a boat is, right? Boats are pretty cool. You know, they're, they're out. The, the, the purpose of a boat, right, is to be out on water, okay? But have you ever seen a boat just, like, on land? Like, I have a picture of a boat on land. Is it up there? Picture, picture a boat on land, right? If you ever, like, if you're just out in the wild and you encounter a boat, that's not on water, it's, in, it's, it's, it's on land, right? Like, you immediately think, that boat is not doing what it's supposed to be doing, right? That boat is not, uh, it was designed to do one specific thing, and something must have went wrong, because it is no longer on the water, it's no longer traveling the seas, instead, it's just sitting on land right? There's a boat, right? Like, if you were to walk, you know, name a field, right? Like, name any field. If you were to be walking and you see a picture like that, right, you, your, your first thought is, huh, that's weird, right? Like, because a boat shouldn't be doing that. Instead, a boat should be out in the water, right? And so, I have another picture, though. You can also run into problems there, because Sometimes when a boat's out in the water, that, this can happen, right? It, it, it starts to sink, right? Well, too much water gets in the boat, and it's no longer doing what it's made to do and float, but instead it's filling with water and slow, slowly starting to sink. But the third picture is the picture that we're all looking for, right? The third picture is the one that we want, and it's just a boat not on land, on water, and floating. That is a boat. When we are out on the, on the water, we see a boat. This is exactly what it's made to do. Everything is good, right? Okay, Luke, why are we talking about boats? Are, are you, like, into nautical life? Like, what, what, what's wrong with you? Like, what, what, what's going on? 
here's what I want to get from this. Here's why I'm talking about boats. I don't even really like boats that much. But in the same way that a boat should be out on water, we should be boats too. And what I mean by that is we are designed to be out on the water. We are designed to be in the world interacting with it. Right? If, if we are not interacting with our peers that, that don't believe in Jesus, if we aren't inter- spreading the love of Jesus, right? if, we, if, we, if we aren't doing those things, James is telling us in this verse that we are just like a boat that's just sitting on sand tipped over. Right? Like we're not doing what we are designed to do. Right? But then on the flip side, if we are out on the sea, the problem is when the water gets inside of the boat. Right? Like, everything's great, but then once the waves start picking up and the storms start filling, when, the wa- when, you, when you look down and you see that the, that the water's up to here, there's a problem, right? And you need to start taking, taking buckets and, and, sh- and, throwing, and hauling that water out, right? The real problem comes when we're out on the sea when water gets inside of the boat. And in the same way, that's the same thing in our lives. When we're interacting with people who need Jesus, if we start getting polluted by them, right? If we start, instead of spreading the light, instead become more darker people, right? We're, we're, we're like a boat that's sinking. And so instead, we are called to be out on the ocean, traveling the seas, and, and taking inventory of what, what water is getting in the boat and getting rid of that water. And so that's what James is ultimately telling us here. And that's something that I want us to consider as we are crossing that threshold into a new year. And you know what? Some of you guys are making fun of me because you guys have already been in school for a couple weeks. But, like, we all know, like, the first week of school, you're not really doing work anyways, right? Or are you guys, like, did anybody have a test yet? Do you have a test yet? Oh, wow, that's, that's rough. Okay, I, I, what's scary is I graduated high school 10 years ago. So, like, I am out of the loop. So... That's terrible. I, I remember the first week just kind of being like you catch up with your friends and you meet your teacher, nothing more to that. But, but that is my, my hope for us all as we kick off this year, that we would be boats, right? That we, would, that we would consider the water that's coming in and that we would be out in the water as well. And so I wanted to take the rest of our time tonight talking about how we can accomplish that. And I want to do that by explaining to you our name, Shig. Right? For those of you guys know, shig, spelled S-H-Y-G. I've learned that every single time you use the word shig, it should be in all caps. Because each of those letters stand for something. Okay? Um, the, the, real, the real name for shig, it's senior high youth group. Right? But, but tonight, I want us to expand our imagination a little bit. And I'm going to give us four other words that make up the, the name shig. And it's going to help us accomplish this goal as we go about this, go about this school year. So the first one, the first S, is it up? No, it's not up. Don't, don't put it up yet. Did, did, did someone put it up? No? Okay. Um, what's a virtue that starts with S for, for a blow pop? Yeah. Senior scholar, no. No, good one, though. What's a vir- You should pay attention. Uh, virtue that starts with S. I'm going to give it to Kaya for guessing. The, the word I'm looking for here is self-discipline, okay? As you guys can see here, sure it does. Sure, it absolutely counts. It starts with S. It's hyphenated. Absolutely counts. Think outside the box. My first virtue that I want us to get as we go about this year is being self-disciplined. And there's two main reasons for that. For starters, being self-disciplined, it's important for you. As you go about the world, it's important to, um, to, to 
what ultimately what self-discipline means, right, is we are doing things even though we, in the moment we don't really want to do them, right? So think of a, a marathon runner. How many of you guys are on cross country, right? Like running, like I quit cross country immediately because I'd wake up in the morning, didn't want to run, didn't want to do it, you know? But I'm sure there are mornings for you guys as you are competing, you wake up, you know you got to run, but you don't really want to. But you are disciplined to the point to where even though you don't want to, you know that it is going to help you accomplish your goals, right? So, so self-discipline is doing the things that you don't want to do because you know that's going to help you accomplish your goals. And so as we look at SHIG this year, our goal is to be a boat, right? Our goal is to be out into the world, not be polluted by it, and to spread the love of Jesus. And in order to do that, we need to be self-disciplined. We need to challenge ourselves to do the things that we don't want to do, even, even when it's at the hardest, right? Even, even though that we have all the reasons in the world, even though we have homework piling up and we really don't want to go to SHIG, we should be self-disciplined and still continue to do those things because it's going to help us accomplish our goals. And on the flip side, too, self-discipline as well, while we're sitting in this room, right, and, and maybe, maybe the, the, the lesson's going a little bit too long or there's one too many worship songs we don't really want to pay attention, being self-disciplined is knowing that this stuff is good for us and still listening, right? And, 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 or maybe just not interacting with, with, the, with the chatter, right? Self-discipline is something that we all should have as we go about this year. So that's the first one. It's important for your, yourself as, at an individual level, but it's also important for the whole of shake. Now the, less, the next letter is H. This one is a little bit better. You guys could probably guess this virtue. Virtue that starts with H, yeah. Not a virtue, buddy, yeah. Huh? Almost, I almost picked honorable, but no. Humility, very close, but no, yeah. Hospitable, there it is, yeah. Very good, very, very good. Hospitable. <laughs> so, in the same way that being self-disciplined is important, being hospitable is also extremely, extremely important. As you guys know, SHIG is available for anybody, for anybody in high school. You are welcome to come to SHIG. And for those of you that, you know, some of you, this is your first time at SHIG. My prayer is that for, for us that are seasoned, right, the seasoned vets of SHIG, that we would take, take onus of ourselves to be hospitable, to go and talk to the people that aren't with friends, right? And through doing that, we are showing the love of Christ. We are being a warm and welcome environment. And we are, we are showing people, hey, this is a home that you too can be a part of, right? I, I, I have friends. I have a lot of people here that, that I get along with. But you can have that same thing. Sheik has done a lot in my life, but I wanted to do the same thing in your life as well. And then really, in order to do that, you need to be self-disciplined, right? You, you need to, to, to do the things that you don't necessarily want to do. Maybe you're having a really good conversation with your friends, right? And, and, you're, and you're enjoying yourself. But sometimes being hospitable, spreading the love of Christ is what we truly need to do, right? And so my hope is that we can consider that H virtue as we, go, as we, as we come up to Shig every Sunday night and as we continue to, to go through this year. Next one, why? A virtue, there's not many virtues, there's not many, I mean, yeah. Yearning, great guess, no. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yielding, there we go. How did you, how did you, how did you do that? That was impressive. Somebody, 
It wasn't on the screen back there, so I don't, I don't know how he did that. But, oh, did he? Okay, whatever, whatever. Anyways, there'll be plenty of chances to win blow pops all school year, guys. Don't worry. Um, someone earlier with the, with the S or with the H thought humility. Yielding kind of captures that same spirit. What I'm hoping to get from yielding is this idea of having a submissive spirit. What I mean by that is this. To start the year, we are going to be going through um, a series called Big Questions About God. And all, all fall, we're going to be asking really hard questions, really tough questions, with the hope of maybe answering some questions that you might have about your faith or about God. And all of those questions and all those answers are going to be rooted in Scripture. And one thing that, that is always talked about in Scripture is that we need to have a submissive spirit. We need to yield ourselves, yield our wants and needs to what the, what the Word of the Lord is calling us to do. And every single Sunday here at Shig, we are going to be centering our talks around the Word of God because we believe that that is life-giving. We believe that, that in order for you guys to live the best life possible, in order to live a good life, you need to be willing to submit yourself to what the Word of God is telling you to do. I mentioned that book, James. In James chapter 4, it talk, he talks about how we need to be less and God needs to be more. This, this idea of having a yielding spirit is something that all of us, myself included, everybody in this room, the small group leaders, the seniors in the room, the freshmen in the room, everybody needs to have a yielding spirit when it comes to the word of God. We need to be able to stop our own wants, our own desires, what we think is the best for our lives. We need to be willing to stop all of those things and instead look up to the Lord and be motivated by that. We need to be, in order to do that, though, we need to yield ourselves to God. So we need to be yielding. That's, that's a prayer that I have for us. The final word is G. Can we guess what that word, what that virtue is? All right. Yes, Sadie. Close, but no. No. Great guess. Uh, Robert, yeah. No, no. Caroline. Growing, growth, yes. Okay, this one's a little hokey, but it is growing. Yeah, correct. That's why I gave her the candy. Um, so, growing. My prayer for everybody in this room, myself included, leaders included, my prayer for us as we, as we go through Shig all year is that all of us would grow. That's our goal, right? Whether you uh, have, been, have had a relationship with Jesus since, since you were in diapers or whether you, you're not even sure you have a relationship with Jesus as you're sitting in this room right now. My prayer and hope for everybody that walks through these, through these doors this year is that we could grow in our relationship with God. We can find out who God is and, and know that he loves us, right? And that's why we're going to be exploring these questions in the fall. So that for those of you that are maybe hung up on a few things, hopefully we can give you guys some clarity. And that we can unleash your potential to grow in your relationship with Jesus. Now, as you guys know, the guy who was in charge of Shig before me was in charge of Shig for a very long time, 25 years to be exact. And actually, the other week, some of you guys were there, we celebrated his ministry, right? Because he's, he's no longer in charge of Shig, and instead he's, he's moving on to new and better things. But, but one thing that we did for him was we had everybody that, has, that, 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 that knew Siler, that, that went through Shig, they posted a video. And Siler got this video that was, how long was it, Siler? Like, Two hours? Just, just about two hours. A lot of people that Siler has impacted, that Siler's ministry, that, that, that went to Shig 
and were shaped and changed, right? They went to Shig one way, and then they grew, and they left Shig a different person. I've been a part of Shig now for, this will be year six for me, and, you know, that's not as long as 25, but I'm in awe of the amount of people that I have in my life that I met through Shig, and, and I'm in awe in how much they have grown. See, I've seen this product. Like, I know what Shig can do. I've seen, what people, I've seen how people have walked into this ministry, and I've seen how they've walked out. I've seen them grow. And I know that we can continue to do that because we are going to center ourselves around what Shig has been centered around this whole time, and that's the gospel. We're going to be talking about that every single week. And my hope is that we all would grow. And in order to do that, right, we need to be interacting in our small groups. All of you guys are going to be going to small group leaders that are just so wise really cool, and have a lot of really great things to say, right? Every single night, we're going to be talking about things from Scripture, right? Nuggets of truth that can help you shape the way that you live your life. We're going to be singing songs, hoping that you interact with God during that worship time. We're, we're doing all these things with the hope that you will grow, that your relationship with God will be changed. And I truly believe that if we take inventory of Shig, right? If we're self-disciplined, if we're hospitable, if we're yielding to the word, right? If, if we're doing all those things, G will be accomplished, right? We will grow. We will be growing as we go about this year. And so if you guys are stuck, if you, even, even right now, if you guys feel stuck in your, in your relationship with God, if you feel like you aren't growing, now is the time to talk to each other, to talk to me, talk to your small group leader, because we want, we want you guys to start this year out running. We want you guys to grow. And so I, I want to close tonight by going back to that boat analogy. I really, I think I might be a boat guy after tonight. That's how much I've, I've really liked this analogy. But, you know, so I mentioned my dad would tell me that, right? Like, we need to be on the water, but we can't let the, 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 the water fill the boat up, right? That was always good. But then I was talking about it with some friends today, or, or this week. And uh, Josiah, actually, really smart guy, really, really smart guy. He's, he's now the middle school pastor. He was like, you know what, Luke? You know what all, all boats need? All boats need a port, right? All boats need to, to go somewhere um, that's, you know, not out of the water, but, but a place to stop and, and, and recharge, right? Resupply, get repairs, right? And in the same way, we all need a community to come back to. As we go about our weeks, as we are challenged by, by whatever the Lord has for us in that week, as, as maybe we are struggling with a specific sin or struggling with an idea about God, we need a place to port, right, and to get off that boat and to be recharged, resupplied. And so my hope is that Shig and church, the weekends, could be that for you. Uh, Shig can be a safe place where you can, you can air your frustrations. You can, you can ask those questions. And, and you can really begin to, to start doing these four virtues, right, and, and, and grow because of it. So, yeah, of course, we're boats. We need to be out in the water. Can't let the water get in. But, you know, a boat needs a port. You know, a boat needs to, to recharge. It, it, it can't carry everything for, for, forever, right? It needs, it needs to come back. And in the same way, I hope that we can come back to Shig, knowing that we will be filled up, knowing that we will receive the word of God, and hopefully that will rejuvenate us for the week ahead. Now, I'm not saying that when we go back out on the waters, there's not going to be storms, right? That, that, that life isn't going to get hard. That this year is, is going to be stress-free if you do these four virtues. That's not what I'm trying to tell you at all. But instead, I'm trying to give you some hope. As, as those storms, as those waves rise, right? As, as our life gets 
better or harder, right? We should be coming back to the word of God. We should be coming back to the truths of the gospel. And she can be that place for you. So that's my hope. That's my prayer for us as we close out tonight and as we start this new school year. I, I am so very excited to start it all with you guys. So I'm going to close us in prayer, and then I'll give you guys some instructions after.